From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Thursday, January 26th. I'm Sarah Wright. Residents at Creekside Cabins, an RV park just north of Willits, have been ordered to be off the premises today due to a public health emergency. An order ratified this week by the Board of Supervisors says anyone on the premises after 5 o'clock p.m. will face misdemeanor charges. But many residents have nowhere to go, and their vehicles aren't in any shape to get them there if they did. Information about the pending eviction started to come out a week ago, but communications and other services at the park are primitive, according to Janet who said the power went out the day she had to call an ambulance for her husband. The county continually put their press releases on their Facebook page, expecting all of us to have access to the Internet. There's maybe five that have access to the Internet. We are in a dead zone for cell phones. I use the Wi-Fi and calls get dropped constantly. We can't even call 911 from here. Information of all kinds arrives slowly. A boil water notice, dated January 18th, is posted all over the grounds. Residents are advised to boil their water or add bleach to it, based on a sample of raw, untreated water from one of the wells that took place on December 27th and tested positive for unspecified bacteria. The county paid a private contractor to install the bridge yesterday morning. It's scheduled to be removed by 5 o'clock tonight. With less than two full days to complete the move, none of the trailers had been towed out by 1 o'clock yesterday afternoon. People were trying to repair vehicles, but many expect to leave most of their belongings behind as they head into an uncertain future. Woodrow still is sure he's being wrongfully evicted. A woman in a truck beside him began to weep as we spoke. The truck runs, but the brakes make a lot of noise. It's not right. I mean, we're, I don't know what else to say. They're breaking the law by uh, saying we only got three days to get out and not giving us a 90-day notice or anything. It's not our fault that um, they can't get the road fixed, you know, or the bridge fixed. It's it's just wrong. This is my home. What are you going to do? I don't know. What, what can we do? What can we do? We can sit here and fight and then probably get uh, more ticket or tickets because uh, I heard they're coming in there. Having sheriffs come in tomorrow, you know, to, to make sure people get out. I think they're trying to scare us. It's, and they, it's working. Several residents have gardens and elaborate outdoor shrines to dead loved ones. Still described some of what he'll be leaving behind. It's a lot of river stones and a lot of picking and carrying and packing and placing and uh, art. You know, it's it's art. It's a um, shrine. It's a shrine to our dead sister, you know, and... Um, and now we got to leave it, you know, because how are we supposed to pack it out? You know, you can't you can't pack something like that back up. A few spaces down, their neighbor Manny has trained a sucker from a bay tree to grow into an archway to the entrance of a posted stamp yard. He may be one of the lucky ones. Are you ready to be out by five o'clock tomorrow afternoon? I hope so. And I got people who are supposed to tow me, and um, I got an RV a spot that I'm trying to get, so I got to insure this by tomorrow or today. Are you able to come up with like a first and last month and safety deposit? I have most of it. Randy Feta is confident he'll find a place in San Francisco where he and his wife originally come from. He knows just about everything about all his neighbors and is quick to heap praise and sympathy on everyone. 
I'm really hurting and, and really worried about all these people that are from up here and the people that are settled and, and been here for 15, 20 years in this one place and they're disabled. You mean they can't afford to move and, and even though they get help to move out of here, they can't afford another spot that they're going to. I just don't see no sense to put all the money they've been spending on all this manpower and not fix the problem. And now all these people are going to be out on the street and then going to the government for help. Near the back of the property, Denise, who's worked her way out of homelessness once, lives in a 35-foot-long 1973 green bus with a sign on the door that says, No Hippies. It usually runs beautifully, but my starter's been fried, and I need to replace that. They didn't give me enough time to order the part so that I can get out of here, and then finding somewhere to go has been... I, I have a couple options um, in the next town north. Are you able to work? Uh, it's been really, really hard. Uh, I have been a couple things. Um, a couple of my friends have been picking me up, but today I decided I needed to stay here and see what was going to happen. Um, but it's been really difficult having to hitchhike, uh, having to haul in all my own supplies, haul out my own trash. Um, it's been a challenge, and I don't know where it's going to go from here. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm really on the fence about what to do. A friend of hers who came to visit just before the sinkhole opened up was stranded and lost her job, so the two are now roommates in the bus. But Janet is on her own because her husband, who has emphysema, is in the hospital. The couple and their aging boxer mix have a temporary place to land, but Janet hasn't been impressed with county services since the disaster. I was asked twice if my husband needed oxygen, and I told them, yes, nobody brought him anything. I was able to scrounge up oxygen tanks from somebody else who lives on the property that had tanks sitting around that is currently in the hospital right now. Denise summed up the situation succinctly. It's like, well, thanks a lot. You know, we, have, we had a home, and now we're, we're just basically SOL. Several residents didn't want to talk to me. They were scared or ashamed to cry in front of a stranger. Not Janet. Yeah, we're poor. Yeah, we are poor. I'm a straight-up skater. We're poor. The county's homeless point-in-time count starts at sundown today, about a half hour after the bridge between Creekside Cabins and Highway 101 is scheduled to be removed. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.